Okay, you have where to start to. this podcast? No, I, just I have no analogy. For it's him. weird because we we do we do a lot of research, and it's kind of the start's kind of one of the most important parts of a, of a podcast. All right, I and guess, that, and that it's kind of weird that you wouldn't have that. You know, I thought I thought of one uh, real quick. It's not. It's a uh, somebody you knew from high school who you absolutely despised. Haven't I done that on another one? Like I've done that exact intro. It's kind of wild that you would just pick the same intro that I've already done. But then done. you learn shit about them later, and you're like, oh, man, I wish I had actually we gotten to, to know. We have to stop comparing these people to people person. we know from high school. Have we not done anything since high school? I guess not. No. Not anything noteworthy, at least. I, mean, I, have my, I have my master's, so. I have two liberal arts degrees. <laughs> That's my mistake. Worthless. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Hello. How you been? How you been, sexy? Welcome to history. It's hard fried. Hard fried. That's a weird way to start this podcast. Yeah. But hey, welcome to hard fried history. Uh, I'm uh, one of your hosts, Joshua Stokes, and uh, with with your the lovable, uh, the sweater wearing, the sweaty. Uh, uh, I uh, the the you, you know him. You love him. Henry Price, everybody. Give hey, him Henry Price. How's it going? Hello. It's kind of weird because I was somewhere. I was out of town, and and it was like somebody who knew of the Houston comedy scene. And they're like, what's that guy? We're talking about crazy people. Talk about crazy people in the Houston comedy scene. If you don't know anything about the Houston comedy scene, a lot, of, crazy a lot of crazy people. And then they were like, what's that guy? He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like has like a serial killer vibe. And I was like, okay, you're naming six people. We need and, to narrow this down. And they're like, okay, all right. What he like? He like he like acts. I was like, they're talking about Henry. <laughs> okay, how well does this person knows me? I feel like I should be insulted that I didn't immediately yeah, no, pop they, into yeah, mind. Yeah, no, they, they, uh, they yeah, completely no. forgot about me. No, no they knew, they knew, uh, they knew you. They knew, they knew, uh, they, they knew of, of another you. name. You got put, okay. you got put face to that name. That's why you get right. your social media popping. That's like how it. you do that. All right, I so who are we like studying it. today? <laughs> we are doing a hot revisionist take. Okay. I like to think on. Montezuma. And like in revision in history, that just means lies. That just means correcting that, lies. No, I mean, Revising well, that, means it, we got information. The right person asked the right questions. It, now we're given it. We, we have an entirely new view of this person because of one brave soul bothering to ask the right questions. But how do we know that the right the right thing? We don't. That's that's, that's one of the things yeah, that's, that's the worst thing. about history is that it's just some <laughs> dude telling you what happened when it's like, you're just some dude. You just read the same shit that I can go and read and come to my own conclusions about this. How do I know you're right? It's basically just whoever reads the most is the one who wins out. I mean, but it, not always. I, no, I mean, it's a lot to do with your perspective, where you come from, like how you how you're going to interpret text and what context yeah. you're going to see it from. You know, this podcast could just be called Hard Fried Lies. It could be. It yeah. could just be all lies, just us lying to each other. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? And we're amateur podcast. We're, we're amateur. No, 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 no. We have Don't, to work no, with no, the resources. Not amateurs. We look at our equipment. We're professionals. Get out of here, Doug. And on my couch instead of in a studio. It yeah, doesn't very, matter. Very I mean, so don't you're breaking the fourth wall. Right now. <laughs> just broke okay. the fourth wall. Don't ever do that. I love doing it. <laughs> you know, improv. Yes, and yes, and and That's right. don't yeah. break the fourth wall. Okay, all right. all right. So Montezuma. Who was he? 
What did he do? Uh, he was how, the how, last. How did ball smell? That's leader. what my. I, you know, <laughs> I'm probably better than your average Aztec because oh. he probably bathed more. But I, I have no source on that. You know what's crazy is we gotta stop talking about dick balls and and vaginas. <laughs> <We> gotta, <laughs> I've listened to this podcast. Gotta, and it is a wild podcast. Rain it in. All right. Rain it in. <laughs> so a little little background on just kind of the Mexica or the Aztec around the time before Montezuma came into power. So the Mexico, there's nomadic tribe from, I think, the northern province of modern-day Mexico and maybe even some of the southern parts of, like, Arizona and New Mexico. And they, they're they kind of wandering around aimlessly for a while, and then eventually they arrive at Lake Texcoco in around 1345. So, 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 kind of understanding like uh, all the South American, like all the the South American, Central American. You got the the Incas, they far south. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they Peru. in the mountains and yeah. shit, uh, with llamas and shit. And then the Mayans, long gone. Oh, them, you know, they they long gone. And then before yeah. that, who was the dudes who look um, who was in the forest? The the Olmecs. The Olmecs. Olmecs yeah. are the people that uh, you know were before the Mayans are like yeah. Then the old Mex are the people that people think well uh, might have been black, really might have been black and like yeah it was like a whole thing because a lot of their their statues yeah. in the in the rainforest the, and giant shit basalt things that have yeah. they got they got black nose they got they got black nose just a wide nose okay um, which could be just because they have wide noses or they could be my third cousins who knows man yeah that's one of the one of the things we might you know might find a skeleton someday that that verifies that that would be cool. <laughs> that would be revisionism. You can feel, you can feel yeah. that. You feel that white guilt. That, <laughs> just a little twinge yeah, mixed in the no, back of the throat. The, whole, just, uh, the best way to, to transfer your white guilt is just the back salt. of the throat. That's just, the accent you want to go for. If guilt was a salt, you'd be fucking like a black. It's like a barbecue pit. You're just salting that. Just guilting that meat. All right, let's go. What's the what? What was that? So the buildup of the Mexican state at this time, it's largely attributed to this guy. Tlacaelel, who was this kind of warrior priest. He was a warrior at first, and then he became more of like a priest and kind of the, their highest ranking military, not military advisor, just political advisor. He was kind of the equivalent of a prime minister for like multiple, multiple regimes. There's always one dude who starts it. There's yeah. always just one guy who's just like, yo, let's, let's get it going, and then he gets it going. And he was, he was old. Just for kind of like the the life standard or the living standards old, of the time, he how, ended up. I think he died in like when he was eighty or something. But he was that's born wild. in thirteen ninety seven or thirteen ninety eight. One, that's one of the thirteen ninety seven. Yeah, or ninety eight. Well, ninety seven is one of the thirteen ninety seven is one of the best years for hip hop that ever existed. Really? I just want to tell you that thirteen ninety seven. You're talking about take it back to the original back when it was take it back to the feeling. In the park, you know what I'm saying? 1397, that's what's up. Uh, also, you're this watching, dude being... What? You're watching somebody get sacrificed in front yeah, of you? Yeah, no, that's, but that's when the beats were real and people were really living their rhymes and they were really doing what they said in their rhymes. Right, okay. That's a whole nother, that's right. a whole nother conversation. They were real, so, I got you. But, right. uh, but the, uh, living to 80 in this time is like living to 638 in now, this time. It's that's... Such a ridiculous Crazy. age. Yeah, you fucking, you fucking have your kids, 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 kids have been sacrificed to the four generations. Like, you got to think that if he if he had kids when he was twenty and every or even when he was like sixteen or something, which is not impossible, he could be he could be somebody's like great 
great great grandpa and like know him as four years old and if he dies when he's like 87 you gotta think about that'd be crazy you gotta really think about this think about it like this then that guy is definitely like like he's definitely to them he's a god yeah to him to him to them that he's a god because he's just lived to be 600 if you see a 600 year old dude you don't question that guy you're like yeah that dude's probably vegan and i don't want to live that long you ever met one of those vegans who live forever no sounds like hell though i've, I've met some vegans i just haven't talked to them yeah, they for very long. <laughs> so this so, dude this dude starts the aztecs or he, like he, he's kind of the the primary architect of their expansion he didn't really mm-hmm. start them he's a, he's a priest of this god Huitzilopochtli, which i think translates into hummingbird that's okay. that's what that's, that's what a my weak ass god name me. Maybe not, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not to ever, them. You don't want to fuck with hummingbird. Man. No, I don't really care if anybody says, "Yo, you don't want to fuck with hummingbird," uh, unless he is like a small Mexican gang member. The I don't because uh, like that. with, the, with the, right. the what I learned from the movies, the small Mexican gang members, the ones with the like the leash names, like the like like Smiley, yeah, like like Goofy. Those are the guys who will shoot you in your face. Hey, but, but, Mockingbird. I don't know that accent. I'm not that. I, that, I wouldn't. That's not an accent. No, that's just, it's, it's a, okay. Well, we're fine. Getting into I it. got canceled. I just got canceled. Right? <laughs> the hummingbird. He's got the. He's got the most beats per minute. You know what I mean? Which would have helped him with those mixtapes, right? And, and if, right? if you're counting that home, if you're counting that home, that's when we. Uh, that's every podcast. I question why I do this podcast, <laughs> with and that was that moment. Just keeping it, keeping it hot. All right. That was that moment. So at the time, Hummingbird, he's only a minor deity, and legend has it. Wait, wait one sec. I got to apologize to the Latin American community for mocking uh, Hummingbird. For mocking Mockingbird yeah. and Hummingbird. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so legend has it, Flacaelo, he strikes a deal with Huitzilopochtli and basically says, uh, I will give you sacrificial victims if you give my people victory. And one of the primary instruments that he used to wage this this kind of aggressive, mm-hmm. expansive war is this thing called a flower war, which is kind of paradoxical. It's paradoxical. It's an odd name for a war because you associate flowers with flower peace. war. Were they were they like selling? Was like the weed game was all fucked up and you were we'll trying to battle there. who we'll had the better there. weed? Like, what are you saying? So basically, as opposed as opposed to. They would kind of come to this agreement. Two mm-hmm. different kingdoms would come to this agreement where they would say, let's not throw the entirety of our forces against each other. I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. We both have better things to do with our time. However, I still don't like you, and I still want to wage war against you. What do you say? You get 200 of your best guys. I'll get 200 of my best guys. They'll duke it out on the battlefield, and whoever wins gets to take all those all the losers back to their kingdom and sacrifice them to our pagan gods in our temple and so as a it was more about taking home captives that way you would have something to sacrifice for your gods and so they had these like special weapons that were like clubs yeah. with shards of obsidian inside of them i'm pretty sure that way you were you were more wounding your enemy than you were outright killing them you just wanted to hamstring them and get them to where they couldn't couldn't walk or continued fighting what you if, wanted to kill them in your in your pagan temples what if uh just kind of thinking about this you know in a different like who were these best guys because I, I have a real feeling that they weren't the best guys they were just the most available guys that's fair and if the they, mo- that, that's a good point and if they were the most available guys that's very similar to what's going on today which not really you know the army that's a lot of our best 
but it's also yeah. a lot, lot of available guys. Yeah, a lot of fodder. We, we kind of want to save the rest of our people. A lot of available young men and young women. You know, maybe you catch a weed charge, and that's how you get out of that. That's how you, yep. In the state of Indiana, I mean, if you lose two hundred of your fight, your best fighters in one blow, that's yeah, that's nah. still a loss. You know, but you gotta, you you gotta say, mix. You still want to win this. Yeah. So you send maybe a hundred of your best guys, a hundred of your, no, yeah, your maybe your bad guys. Maybe you send twenty five of your best. Yeah, to, that's a and then, that's but, a good uh, but one. Sprinkle them in a little bit. Of you know available. One thing they were I, the best available. They were the yeah, best of the available that we had at the time. That, that we had on other time. foreign campaigns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, one thing that I remember learning about in a Latin American history course I took in college was that I think I don't know. I don't think it was prior to the war, but like as they were being sacrificed, these victims they would basically just take a bunch of hallucinogens and be like tripping balls. On their way up the stairs to this sacrificial altar, you in college? and then get their intestines like pulled out of them. You know, it's in college from mm-hmm. who? From Professor Howard, head of the history department at the he, University of Houston. Was he? Uh, he don't name drop. Was he? Uh, was he? Was he? White? No, he was. Uh, I think he was like Dominican or something. Damn, dog! I was gonna do this whole thing about white people and drugs and you know saying getting back to traditional american values but they don't work with that so let's move on it's all right (laughs) (laughs) so they kind of they the the aztec are eventually acknowledged as the eminent power within anahuac that's kind of the the region that we're talking about it's like central mexico just mexico city now mexico city just everything when you've seen narcos the last time you seen narcos the mexico version where all that shit's happening, it's to the it's to the east of that. Okay, it's right to that's what Guadalajara. That's a whole nother. We do we gonna do a whole. That's a whole nother episode. All right. So all these other tribes are paying the Aztec tribute every once in a while. They're sending them like feathers or silk or gold and silver and jade. I think jade was more highly prioritized than was gold and silver. Is by these jade? People, so is jade? So they had a lot of jade back then. Is yeah. that just like a thing that's pot like that's it? I would like to do more research. Is that like a thing that's just in the kind of Pacific Rim, or is that specifically something that would happen? Because at the time, like there's Chinese and Japanese traders yeah. popping in every night. They're not making the voyage all the time, but they're popping in. Like the Japanese have like, mm. there's like various communities along like that along that whole kind of Pacific kind of coastline that have like have like subtle Japanese influences. Yeah, which or is, just like a Japanese pot will pop up yeah. on the coast. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty. I didn't. I didn't know that. I don't know enough about. I don't geology tri- to know like the formation of jade and whether or not it was just prevalent in that region or not. And that's why we're not the most popular history podcast because we right. don't know about jade. I'm not, I'm there not are saying, gaps in our knowledge. I'm not saying they're traders. I think it was more just like explorers. I think it's, it's big. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. contact between those two peoples. Yeah. Yeah, by now, by now. So they've got all these different tribes that are paying them tribute and they're, wait, they're, they're trying to expand the boundaries of the kingdom uh-huh. as much as they can. But it also kind of opens a door to rebellion and dissension yeah. because these people are paying tribute. But by the time you conquer one tribe or one, one people or one region, their, their rebellion has now quelled. But then people who you conquered 20 years ago... 
tensions start to flare up. They decide that they're tired of paying tribute, and so they start a rebellion. And so you got to go quiet that rebellion, and then like a third one pops mm-hmm. out after you've conquered that one, and so on and so forth. That's a uh, that's 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 kind of that's kind of the uh, the principle that's all seen in all hip hop. Once you get the money, everybody y'all these blocks serving, yeah. and you know what I'm saying everybody's making money, everybody's I feeling mean, good yeah. in terms of mic apps. Everybody got new shoes, new cell phones, and then but you now you too big. It's not you and your True. homies no more. It's just now you got acquaintances, and then you know what I'm saying they don't really mess with you, and then that's how you rebellion happens yeah. in the kingdom. Well, I was, I was I was thinking they're they're in a constant state of warfare, but they're also in a constant warfare. state of expansion. Constant. And I guess the model like always be picking at somebody, always be picking on somebody, always yeah, but, be beefing with somebody. Like it, if you don't have enemies, you're not going anywhere. But isn't that right? how? That's how. But that's how Rome. Kind of yeah. fuck fuck themselves up. They yeah, they, they just big. got too big. Yeah, you can't. You like sometimes you just gotta you, just, you gotta say, hey, I don't need the three story house. I need that's story. true. That's true. You have you to be content saying? with what you have at, you a, at a certain. That's certain a, point. that's a whole another podcast. That's, yeah. that's, that's 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 a podcast I do with Amanda Holstein called Feelings. Feelings. Is that just the name of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it's just feelings. I feelings. skipped that podcast so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen on my off days. I get, I get yeah. emotional sometimes. Come on, dog. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> the Aztec Empire, it's centered on this city that I would honestly love to hop in a time machine and go visit just because everything no, I've read about it sounds wouldn't. so badass. Stop. Tenochtitlan. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, bro. Built on a lake. But but at the same time, just the, the, the poop alone. Mm. You gotta talk about the smell. See, everybody uh, wants to see something, but they don't want to smell something. <laughs> that's that, a, very, that's, the that's issue. a very good point. You know, so everybody want. Oh, I want to see the world, but I'm do you want to sure smell had, the world? Like irrigation canals. I don't know yeah, if they yeah, had sewage. They, they might have had, had irrigation they had canals. A fairly well designed irrigation system. What are they right? used to, and what are you used to? That's fair. Are you used to that smell? Look, I look. There, there's some place I want to see in the world, but there I don't want to smell them. That's a great point. You know, what I'm saying I want, yeah. I want to taste a lot of places. Yeah. But see the, a lot of places Hear a lot of I places I want to hear a lot of places But I don't want to smell I don't a lot of smell. There's a lot of smells I don't want to you know smell anything and Prior are, to like The 1940s these are pre, really. Yeah these are pre-TV smells yeah. This is pre-mass media Pre-telecom uh, smells No thank you That's a lot dog. Yeah. That's a lot So Into the scene Pops uh, Montezuma the Elder Montezuma the First The, fifth, the fifth Aztec Emperor Yeah he ruled from 1440 to 1468. And apparently, he's the elder brother of Tlaka Elel, the guy that we were talking about earlier. Wait, he's the older brother of yeah. the dude who was like the priest, like the priest. Yeah, these, like, these family lineages are very, very complex. This does sound. This this does sound like it sounds like a family that does deal drugs. Hey, but who's 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 <laughs> yeah, the smart want? one here? You got Montezuma who dies in 1468 and is like. Out, not outdated. His his brother outlives him by like twenty years or so. Maybe because well, he didn't have the pressure of being war yeah. chief. Maybe because mm-hmm. by being the Siwakoatl, which is the snake woman, which is what we were talking about earlier, the the position that he had, almost as like prime minister. Okay. To where Montezuma's out there on the front lines trying to wage this aggressive war, and meanwhile his his brother at home is conducting the day-to-day affairs of okay. the kingdom and making sure that he's kind of far from the danger in a way. So it might have played to his advantage. So in 1468, I think uh, that's when Montezuma the Elder dies. 1469, 
Tlaka'elel, he summons the other Tlatoani, which is the chief of these two other kingdoms who are part of this triple alliance that uh, the Aztec, specifically the Aztec capital of Tenochtitlan, have with two other prominent Aztec cities, Tetzcoco and Tlacopan. Yeah, we don't need a map because you're throwing out a lot of names. Of I, know, a I, know. Lot I got, of I got, I got, I got. <laughs> no, a map you gotta right put, here. you gotta put a map. We gotta put a map on yeah. Instagram. Okay, for people to look at. That's you smart. Know what yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just, just real quick, Tetzcoco. That is to the east they, of Tenochtitlan, and then Tlacopan is to the west. Tetzcoco that borders the Tlaxcalteca, which is a different. That's like the main enemy of the Aztecs that we'll get to, and then Tlacopan that borders the Tarascans to the to the northwest, which all is these, all yet these, another all indigenous the, group. <laughs> all these places sound like dank taquerias. Oh man, <laughs> they sound like fire taquerias, <laughs> bro. Any okay, really, <laughs> like, really? Like, I mean, the ones really with though? like the, the corn that's pressed. I know this is this is where it's from, but yeah. like like if will, that will, was yeah. like it's fire. You know what I'm saying? I will trust any Mexican food restaurant that has a legitimate like Aztec or Mayan name over just like you yeah, know. Yeah, no, 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 two sunshine Sacaria. No, I'm not trusting you, dog. Tio Tehuacan. Yeah. Boom. I'm definitely stopping. I'm popping it. Yeah. Cause they cause they got a they got a lady who's straight out who's straight off the Straight out of uh, straight out of central central Mexico, rolling tortillas that are purple. What? How the tortillas become purple? We don't. A lot know. of stuff going we on. We don't know. We well, we know because it's from the purple corn. But that's no another story for another. Well, time. I, I know we got a lot of stories to tell from yeah. another time. <laughs> <laughs> so they end up electing Montezuma's uh, Montezuma's grandson, which is Ashaya Cattle, which means water face. Yeah. He's known as Ashaya Cattle the Scourge. Because he 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 continues to wage this aggressive war uh-huh. of expansion, and he's conquering all these provinces, and he's quelling all these rebellions. For sure. And then in fourteen seventy seven, fourteen seventy eight, like we were talking about earlier, he kind of bites off more than he could chew. He overextends into the Tarascan territory in the northwest, and his force is repelled. And it's the biggest defeat to date that the Aztecs have suffered. So they've been, so they've been balling out. They're doing they're doing big things. They're building big cities. They're having they're basically living what people would describe uh, as like a Donald Trump existence. Yeah. But then they try to become president, uh, and, mm, and, you, you, <laughs> and then everybody hates you, dog. Right. And Icarus's wings <laughs> yeah, melt, and, we, and you we, fall back to earth. And then we realize you for real, for real, racist. Right. But then, no, but like they so they go to the northwest, they get defeated, and then in this time, fuck, has Montezuma been born yet? Yes, you I'm, just, I'm just getting the background. You, get this, like, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? We're getting there. We're, We're getting, getting there. there. Let's right. look, look. These people came for a Montezuma podcast. You're right. Get to that goddamn Montezuma. Okay. All right. So 1481, Ashaya dies. There's this, there's this one story that says, this the, the book I read says that he died of shame. But oh, I think he that lost? might be a Western fabrication in order to make this dude look bad. Yeah, because he lost. He was like age 31, and he left behind a son, which is Montezuma the Younger. So so your dad dies of shame, and then, you know what I'm saying, you pop out. Yep. And then now you're supposed to lead. And doesn't, doesn't that make you feel like you're cursed? Like if your if your dad that's another thing about like when ooh. like ooh, like you talk about like your dad is just known for like being the worst <laughs> that also makes you in terms of like the hip what the hip hop artists say uh, if 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 your dad was a rat 
then you were mice, which actually doesn't make yeah. any sense, like well, uh, grammatically. But you know, it's just hip hop, though. I don't know. He, <laughs> that, that there might be something to that, to where your dad is the dude who fucked up for yeah. the first time in the history of our people. That's what I'm saying. And wait, I got I got to give that rapper his credit for he died early. If if your if your dad is a rat, then you was a mice. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm gonna come back to this. Keep going because okay. I All gotta right. look this dude right. up. I know him. He's my. He's he died. He died recently. All right. So there's kind of a stagnation in the expansion of the Aztec kingdom. 1481. The guy who replaces Ashayakatl is his older brother again, Tizoc, yeah. who succeeds him as the new Tlatuani of the Triple Alliance. And he's a relatively unambitious ruler. He doesn't really do that much. He dies five five years later of. I don't know what, but it can't have been a battle. I think he got sick. There's actually some speculation as to whether Tlaka Alel, because he wanted, he wasn't happy with the way Tizoc was doing things, and mm-hmm. so he, he might have poisoned him. So, 1486, wait, go ahead. Uh, rapper's name, Jimmy Wapo, RP Jimmy Wapo, giving us those gems. Uh, if your dad was a rat, then nigga, you were mice. That's just a fire. It's not your fire freestyle. You should look it up. Go All right. 1486. Awit Zotl, which is Montezuma the Younger's uncle, he assumes power with the help of Tlaka Elel. He starts conquering the surrounding area and he's rebuilding temples and he's building, or you know, he's kind of refurbishing old temples. He's basically picking up where Ashayakatl left off, right? Yeah. And he's helping out Montezuma. He's like, he arranged, he arranged a marriage yeah. for Montezuma with yeah. this Toltec princess. And the Toltecs were the, the group that basically the the Aztecs derived their legitimacy from. They said, we're descendants of the Toltecs, and therefore they tried to, whoever their, their leaders were, they tried to make sure that they married into the Toltec family by marrying direct descendants of the Toltecs as a way to like purify their bloodline. Do, do you think that made them weaker, though? Because, because, because when, you, when you marry into the same group of people, it makes you like yeah. just it just makes you a little bit weaker. They might have been distant enough. Or to that's where, where like all the crazy stuff comes from. Like yeah, you know, people there's, look, there's like a higher risk of the the baby being born with deformities. Czar Nicholas, like the yeah. hemophilia, yeah. his his son having hemophilia. I don't know, man. I just think you said you just gotta you gotta fuck different. Right. Fuck different from yourself, dog. That's true. Don't ever forget to do that. expand <laughs> expand the horizons. If I find you a girl from a different state. All right, don't so, go. Don't go close to home. All right, I'm sorry. Now, now we're getting into to Montezuma's life, and just a note on the source that I got this from, because especially with a with a complex character like Montezuma, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff as far as identifying sources for who they are and what their specific agenda might be. So, for the first part of this episode, I got most of our information from one book and then the second book was what kind of gave the revisionist spin to it right so but i did look at the sources on on this first book they're mostly taken from the ramirez codex the florine codex and the history of the indies and new spain by this guy duran which are which are both three quasi indigenous sources and that these monks came over after the conquest occurred and they talked to the people the indigenous people who were conquered and then they kind of synthesized this history but that's not to say that they also didn't edit this history so basically just for this next part 
take everything with a little bit of salt, just this, keeping this, the source in mind. This is going to come from the, the, the quasi-indigenous monk perspective, or is it going to all right, so... Quasi-indigenous sources, and that, like, the monks were, were Spanish, they're, like, uh, Dominican monks and Franciscan monks, and they come over and yeah. they start building, like, universities and stuff, and then the... I will the, call them the Aztecs in the Mexico. They start attending those universities and they learn Spanish. And then the monks are able to ask them, "Okay, what happened prior to us arriving here? What is the history of your people?" And so then they wrote those three aforementioned sources. Would you would you call would you? Mm, but would, it took time. Would you call those to, out, would you call those outposts uh, those outpost colleges or would you call them they, they, propaganda they wings? They were they. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you can make the same indoctrin- argument right in, now. Indoctrination. Yeah, yeah. Hubs, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, what I'm saying you got to rep your indoctrination hub, Mizzou, M I Z Z O U, got indoctrinated. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want like a like a rough rule to follow, as far as what sources are probably more trustworthy than others, especially during the um, the conquest. You can kind of trust the monks. I, I would, don't I, trust I, I the don't conquistadors. Tru- okay, sir. Definitely I, don't I, trust the conquistadors. One, they have too much vested interest. Two, we'll get to this. No, 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 no. No, two. I don't. Okay. I don't trust any white people. What? Right, that's there fair. we go. That's fair. There we go. That's what the about, one. What about <laughs> some the of the one. mixed descendants <laughs> well, of... Ooh, how, how light are they? I don't know. I don't know. Not like we have photography. Yeah, I could, no, okay. yeah, I mean, yeah, nah. Just, it, just be careful on your sources because people yeah. spend it to make themselves yeah. feel good. We're, we're going to talk about the that a that lot be. in part two you know of this, of this, because that's kind of the whole crux yeah. of, of this dude's argument. So Montezuma the Younger, who we've already kind of been introduced to, he's born around 1466, 1467, and unfortunately, there's not much known, at least that I could find, about his early life. So it is known that he was a warrior. He probably served in the campaigns of Ashiyakatul, or at least was learning around the time of his, his father's campaigns, and Ahuitzatl. He was definitely serving when Ahuitzatl, his uncle, took power. He was uh, upper. He received an upper-class education. He studied probably the equivalent of like science, astronomy, and he, he trained as a warrior at a young age as well. I mean, don't you think at at this point? I mean, they're not the they're not they're pretty good at science, but I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't say they're like. I don't know if they're like Mayan. Uh, yeah, they're, they're not Mayan good. good. You know what I'm saying? They weren't like they had they didn't have all the shit like mapped out. Like they're not they're not finding out shit. Like we're not finding out shit about the Aztecs that they. I mean, did. Was, you know wasn't the Aztecs who predicted the apocalypse that did not happen? I in mean, 2012. but look, but look, a lot of shit happened in 2012. You could call a lot of shit that happened in 2012 the apocalypse. Hey man, you 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 shoot or you uh, miss 100 percent of the shots. You don't take, right? At least they went for it, right? Hey, Henry, when you say quotes like that, we all know you didn't play sports, though. <laughs> Looking at too many Insta- Insta- uh, inspirational quotes accounts. It's a, too many of them. It's too, wait, you follow Inspirational? Okay, that's a whole different... We it's got not, a lot of different weird. podcasts to do about a lot of different topics. All right. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Don't boom, boom, boom me. You can catch me as uh, their next guest over on Feelings, as a matter of fact. It's Yo, my straight next. straight up going to add this. I'll add this part <laughs> Don't, don't do that. <laughs> it's around 1497. He is uh, Montezuma the Younger is named Tlacach Calcatl. Which is the the means captain general of the army. And yeah. It's typically a position that's next in line for Tlatawani. So his his star is kind of rising. And if you if you think uh, Henry's uh, butchering these word, butchering these names, um, what you should do is go look at our Instagram, go see the picture of us two, then uh, realize he's the white one 
and then get over your feelings, dog, because he's going to butcher these names. He was born that way. I'm working on it. My, 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 my <laughs> no, pronunciation really is not it's You're not actually terrible, doing pretty good. Like, it's I've, not, had, I've had plenty not, of time to practice. As a matter of fact, you should have heard me when I was first trying to get through these. We haven't even gotten to the long, the most syllables. Oh, my God. Where there are a number of like <laughs> letters I don't think that appear in Nawa. Like, they don't have a, a I think, B. I think that's why they didn't They they, they didn't last as a people. I mean, they last. but like they, they didn't utilize they, all the letters? They, no, because they just, like, you got to shorten stuff, dog. Yeah, they, you they kind of just You spend too much time tag, pronouncing tagging on names. syllables and shit. And you're not worried about, you're not worried about the threat Word of the economy. colonizers. Efficiency. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's what it's all about. So from 1497 to 1502, Montezuma, he's personally leading Awitzadl's campaigns, and he's achieving nothing but victory. He's doing a lot for the Aztec people as far as restoring kind of their former place and suppressing rebellions, all that stuff. Um, 15, so the turn of the century, right, right in 1500, Awitzadl, he goes on a campaign mm-hmm. to Guatemala. Yeah. He falls ill on the trip. And he dies in 1502. So on May 14th, 1503, after some deliberation amongst the Eagle Clan, which I think is their group of elders, Montezuma takes the throne. Okay. One of the things. How how old was he at this time? I think he was 37. He's 37 at this time. Yeah. So in my depiction of Montezuma, I've always kind of pictured him as young. Do you understand? Do you know why that? Or is that just because he he gets fooled? He's he's I don't, I don't know if it's fooled. He gets he gets healthy. Okay, ooh, he that, stays ooh, is healthy. Is that part of the thing? Yeah, that's part. Is of, okay. that, like the the narrative that we've been told is is there's a reason we've been told it. Okay, the, all right. Those reasons aren't good. Ooh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Ooh, we got some theories on some things. Yeah, let's see. All for right. sure. So his coronation is celebrated with a four day feast. They're all eating. Yeah. They're laughing. They're having a good time. Fifth day, uh, some sacrifices take place, maybe with some victims that were obtained through some flower wars. And on the sixth day, everyone takes hallucinogens. This sounds like a dope place. Doesn't it? This sounds like a dope place. There's mad, everything's doing flower wars. They're fucking coming out, fucking just. They're eating all these food. And it's like members of different tribes, too. Like people that you've conquered and people that you like have hostages from they would even come to the coronation and then on the sixth day it's like bro i know we've had our our difficulties in the past but how about we just take hallucinogens no, and party together like, and forget I'd, about it huh uh sure i'd be like mm, if, you did the, if you if you said I'll no take, then it would be like an outright war and an outright execution it's either like do drugs with me or die no i'd be i would i'd rather die you know so i can't fuck mm. the ops but that's a whole different story for okay. a whole different right this is this is this podcast full of whole different things that shouldn't be talked about in this podcast keep moving <laughs> we're figuring it out keep this keep this montezuma 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 i'm gonna edit this part out okay. <laughs> so another thing yo no keep the montezuma montezuma I'm gonna keep Montezuming. I'm gonna keep this thing. We are Montezuming <laughs> through this. <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. Oh uh, god, yeah. Congratu- yeah good one. Congratulations. That out. <laughs> no, don't, do that out. don't do it. Don't do please don't Put do the, it. Putting that on the cutting floor. <laughs> I'm gonna do it later, huh? <laughs> if you don't. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure it gets in there. What All right. done. So there's this another thing. Another requirement as far as kind of establishing the legitimacy of the new Tlatelwani is they have to wage a whole coronation war. And he wages his war against these two 
regions, cities, over on the Pacific coast of modern Oaxaca, which is Nopoyan and Ikpatepec. And so uh, here's how the, the story goes, is that they have these, the city, it's, it's built on top of these like very high walls, and these walls are virtually unscalable. And so Montezuma, he sieges them. He just has these super large ladders built, and he personally scales these ladders. He's like the first one up, and he leads his army over the city wall. I just get this image in my head of him like vaulting over the wall at long last and just commencing the massacre of these Wait, two towns. But isn't he he's thirty seven at this point, right? Yeah. He's thirty seven, he's jump over walls. Damn it, you gotta lead your people, bro. He's thirty seven. Mm-hmm. He don't have no access to no medical treatment of, of today's variety. Clearly, his genes it, are good because no, bro, Talaka Ayla lived He's lying, to bro. Like he's lying. This is an old. This is an old. It's an old dude trick. It's gonna be. It's it's constantly ask an old play basketball with an old dude, and tell and then then see how they interpret their game two days after. That's a good point. They hit one shot. Show, shows you kind of the unreliability of our and then, own perspectives. And, and then they talk about being Larry Bird. We don't even know who Larry Bird is, nah, dog. You, you, yeah. We don't even know who that is. That's old people stuff, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that so he's lying. One. No thirty seven year old no thirty seven year old is running out unless I mean all it would take is like a big stone in order to knock him off the ladder if he was the first one up, you know, just why like, not just move the on. ladder? Or shove it back, yeah. Shove the ladder. Come on, man. All right, yo, you, yo, man. It's hard for history. We don't follow those type of lies. <laughs> no old people lie. <laughs> what about this one? You think that you think this is true? It's gonna come back and hurt me when I'm 45. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, he takes like around 5,100 prisoners from these two cities, and then he orders the execution of everyone over 50. Mm-hmm. As he he thought they were the one fomenting this rebellion by encouraging the younger ones not to pay tribute to Tenochtitlan. What about that? Um, yeah, because old people are the only ones who vote. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're the only people who like really care. All the young people are just like man. That's what that's how young people are. They're just like man. man. Okay, don't let's not do it together, man. That's what young people are like. Whatever, you, whatever the old people say. But the old people, the old people actually vote, and they'd be like trying to like manipulate and like try to like old yeah, people are the reason why we don't yeah. all have health care. They're the ones who are arguably most afraid. Oh, so yeah, kill everybody over fifty except for my mom and shit, dog. Yeah, my people's moms. Gotta look out for them. I say nothing about dads. Fuck dads. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another, just to kind of give you an idea of how how. I feel like this is this is may, might be the moment where Montezuma starts to get a little unhinged mm-hmm. once he once he assumes absolute power, it kind of gets to his head. Because <sighs> another one of his first acts as Tlatelwani is to is to apparently supposedly put to death almost all the members of Awizotl's bureaucracy. Reason being, they're of too low a birth. They have been promoted due to merit and not because of their bloodlines. There wasn't enough Toltec blood in their veins. They were good at their jobs, sure, but by having these people in his cabinet and in his bureaucracy, they were kind of undermining his claim to being a descendant of the Toltec. But so he had, had him killed. Isn't that more of a, just a, a, 
a slick way of getting rid of the people that you don't Supported want. Yeah, so, the yeah, guy yeah. behind you. Yeah, that's yeah, smart. Just getting rid of the people who are not always on your side. Draining and, the swamp. And then, yeah, and then bringing in the people who are indebted to you, and they wouldn't yeah. even be there without you. Just an extreme form of the spoil system, almost. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, that's... But also, this was his uncle. And so you you should assume, you could, you would hope... That people who were loyal to your uncle would also be loyal to you. No. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. I don't trust anybody. My uncle, what? Like, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I don't know my uncle like that. No, I, I mean, I, I, I know. I, but here's the thing. You can't if you're if you're in a, a situation of power like this where you're running a you're running a kingdom. The first thing you got to come in, you got to say, hey, who's with me? Who's against me? And if these people are not with your vision they're not with your plan if they're not with your plan then you got to get rid of them because if, if, if in this in this context not yeah. a democracy context yeah not a democracy context but like but in, under this system under this system but so yeah it's kind of like it's kind of well in a democracy context you come to the white house yourself you come to the presidency you don't keep the 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 That's ex true. cabinet members yeah you get rid of everybody you like you don't keep the old age i don't i don't know enough about it but you could speculate that there might have been parties in 16th century for sure. Aztec politics. There's always groups of people who conjugate around separate ideas from each other, around different ideas. Yeah. And these people might have been in a more egalitarian, uh, meritocratic kind of ideal. He comes in, he sees that, and he sees that they don't like him because he is, you know, saying he is a descendant of. Uh, of you know a shayakatul yeah either the no I would say just the descendant of, of highness of rich yeah. blood and he's like okay you know no, 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 put them to death they're out of here I'm not gonna play a game with them so another thing that he orders he says that nobody can look him directly in the face because he was high supposedly that's, that's, that's the penalty you get put to death you get shot with arrows or you get buried alive that's if some, you so much as look at him in the face that's some high shit. That's some high. That's some, that's high some sh- super paranoid. That's shit. some super like yo. I'm high as shit. Don't look at. Don't look don't at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> or or he just is ugly. And he doesn't want to. He doesn't it. want the secret getting out. We but just you so, assume that it would be. <laughs> it would just be funny to be so ugly that you had to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because it would break the whole the whole fourth wall of royalty. Like just being like oh like he didn't even feel royal anymore. Because if that's what it means to be royal, is to be that ugly. I'll pass. Pass, on royalty. bro. And no. I'm not following. I'm not following an ugly dude. Mm-mm. Only ugly dude I follow, Martin Luther King Jr. He, was, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't that ugly. He was pretty, that ugly. He was dashing. He, he was all right. I mean, come on. He's all right. Was him okay? Good looking. I can't tell. I can't really tell what they dudes. I can tell like if you're a super as handsome. As far as like facial symmetry is concerned, he was he was, he was up there, right? Really? I think so. I don't know. I I mean like he's no Idris Elba. That's the only dude I'm like, yeah, no, that dude's good that's looking. that's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? MLK, no Idris Elba. If you take anything away from this Montezuma podcast. If I did see, <laughs> if I did see MLK just on like, if he was like at like a, in a college like dorm, and like we was at like, oh, that's why we at my boy's place, and then like it's we're all going out, and I see MLK, I'm like, he's getting if a group of six of us, I'd be like, yo, he's getting the third amount of of girls in here, just because he has like a flow. All right, you know yeah, what I'm saying, yeah. but I wouldn't think, oh, like, oh, that's the guy. I was, okay, he's not ugly. MLK's not ugly, but is who's, our, who's is ugly? Who's, who's real ugly? It's okay, okay. <laughs> MLK was just the first dude to pop to the mind. See, I got, I got apologize to the black community. God damn it! You keep digging yourself. Into I these keep holes, digging these man. holes, dog. No, MLK is not ugly. 
Um, you know exactly? Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. If you see Steve yeah. Buscemi and that's your ruler, dog. Yeah. Okay. Well, a rebellion is about to happen. <laughs> We can, we can, we're not following this guy. We can't be led yeah, no, I'm not by Steve. So I, dude, I don't know. That's my God? Mm. Is Steve Buscemi? His teeth aren't even short. I don't even know if I believe How in God anymore. Plants? That's my God. How no do you create plants that hang like this, but he can't fix his teeth? I don't know. It's wild. Another, another kind of crazy thing that Montezuma does. Uh, Montezuma, this is also where we can kind of introduce the concept of Montezuma the collector. He liked to collect very pretty things as a way to kind of as a way to legitimize himself and legitimize yeah. himself as a ruler he hears of this here we go Tlapatlitz Quixotl tree Tlapatlitz Quixotl tree in Tlachquiauco okay so that's a what is with the T words the what they like they got a lot of T words yeah what is that about? Well, a lot of like T and, and TL. I don't know. Every every language has certain like clusters of letters that make no like certain syllables that not get added and read around. Not English. We got we got plenty of them. Okay, anyway, I'm not gonna. It's not. It's, so, not, it's not an English podcast. So we got that one coming out. True. Also. Right. 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 Podcast about English. Projects on projects, man. Stay tuned. <laughs> so this this tree, it apparently has like it's a very beautiful sacred tree, and it's got these very fragrant sweet smelling blossoms yeah. and he asks the king of this city king molly for it and the king refuses he's like no you can't have my tree and so he montezuma in response very mature he wages a war against that kingdom wins that's real and then has the tree uprooted and then it dies in transport on the way to 10-0 seat line because it was not adapted to the climate. I said just keeping it real. That's when keeping it real goes wrong. That's, That's when fair. keeping it real goes wrong. That's all it is. I mean, I, this must. I would love to see this tree. What is it? Is it like the giving tree? Yeah, the, but you're the just, wishing tree. No, nah, but you're all powerful and you would do petty shit like that. That's true. You know what I'm saying? You better give me that fucking tree. You man. better give me the, that like, tree. Is not yours. I've never been said no to, and I've seen multiple people get to get their heads cut off, and it's never happened to me or anybody in my family. So bye bye bye. Give me the tree, like. What if the shade was super nice on that tree? You know, so you get one mm. of those trees, you're like, yo, the, the, the shade on here is magnificent. The leaves are nice and voluminous, and I'm able to post up on here and finish yo, my Why are you book, saying big right? words trying to threaten me, dog? I'm dying threatening. Voluminous, yeah, I know voluminous. Voluptuous leaves. Oh, that's disgusting. Not, I see, that's why I went voluminous. Yeah, yeah, you should have stuck with that. Then that was awful. The other thing was awful. <laughs> okay, so then in 1508, so Montezuma, he does more petty shit, yeah. right? 1508, he challenges this city. We shot Zinko to a flower war, which mm-hmm. again, designated amount of fighters. And he charges. Of his, available dudes, not the yeah, best. Right. He charges his. The, one of his. Uh, one of his. Not necessarily his enemies, but this guy, Nezawialpili, who was the Tlatawani of Tetscoco. And they, they kind of had some beef prior to this. Mm-hmm. But he charges Nezawialpili's son. Maquil Mali Nelson to to defend the honor of Tenochtitlan against Huayshatzinko, right? I'm just impressed that these names. I'm, I'm doing my <laughs> best, man. And then he tells Huayshatzinko, he's like, yo, I know this is supposed to be a flower war. I don't want you to abide by that. I want you to just engage in a general battle. Mm-hmm. Bring your whole army. I don't give a fuck. Just kill Maquil Mali Nelson. 
and Makawil Malinowson is killed. Two of Montezuma's other brothers are also killed. And then he doesn't even do this very, like, secretly. Apparently this incident, it becomes public knowledge and even the theme of a song. So people are kind of aware of that Montezuma's might might be slipping a little bit, or at I least don't, I seriously, I seriously don't think he's slipping. I think he's just a random ruler king guy. You think he's you think he's playing it smart? I think I, I don't know. I don't think he's playing it smart because in, in in my version of playing it smart, everybody gets everything. We all eat, be you know what I'm saying? But I don't think he's. I don't think I don't. I think that's how kings. Every king you that's, like, yeah, they act exactly the same. They're calculating. Calculating and, yeah, cruel, and cruel. No. It, Obsessively cruel, just because you need to, you kind of have yeah. to have those. Because those everybody's, try, everybody's and, trying to maneuver against and you that and get to where world, you got. Yeah, you kind of got to, you kind of got to run through fear. You have to protect your own mm-hmm. holdings. Okay. So some other things that he does, or one, the thing that I found like most, most fascinating were the stories about like his palace, and his he just has like these giant fountains built inside of his palace. He's got. Like gardens, beautiful, lavish gardens, without this one really beautiful tree, which I guess was forever haunting him in the corner of his mind. <laughs> but he even had a personal zoo, right? And his palace, it housed him, his two wives, all of his secondary wives, and his concubines. It's too many. It's and all of his children. Too many. Too many people in, in, in one roof. Yeah, just too many. That would be, one conquistador reported that he had that Montezuma had around 150 children. Nah, man, that's so much fucking, dude. That's just too much. He was a collector. Another thing that he had was he had a, a private collection. This was really Yo, cool to me. I thought if you out here collecting kids, stop it. All right. Yeah, <laughs> well, 150 is a little little too excessive. Like if you if you have 150 kids now, I don't think you could support it unless like. Unless you were just like on the road, NBA player, but seeds, like the like most wild. like a soccer player, yeah, just the most wild ass soccer player though. That's fair. Or I bet Altuve could probably sire 150 children. There, there are 150 people who would who would who would line up and let Altuve impregnate them probably. Well, yeah, yeah, Houston, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Another thing that I thought was pretty cool is that he had this private collection of exotic birds from around the area. And they were fed what they would eat in their natural habitat, so he would have to uh, import whatever their diet was. Yeah. A conquistador also reported that he had around 300 men on site yeah. whose sole job was to take care of, of his birds, which is wild because they also did a lot with feathers and a lot of like the headdresses that you'll see and stuff. That's a lot of balling. Yeah, but that's yeah that that okay. That's, that's a badass shit. That's balling on another level. Yeah. Probably didn't have a penguin, but that's that's fine. Yeah. One thing I thought was weird is that he had like a special room full of like al- albino people and a room full of the deformed and the handicapped like dwarves and hunchbacks it was like like a menagerie of of the handicapped. Okay, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad uh for a second there uh yeah, no, I'm glad I'm glad nobody laughed. If you're laughing at home, you're, you're, a, bad you're a bad person, dog. Although some have also suggested that it might be a hospital, and that's the whole reason that he was keeping them. But to that, I would say, like, how do you cure someone of albinism? I, maybe there is a cure. I don't know. No, we haven't gotten I don't think to, there's like, a cure. genetic I think, manipulation. I right think yet. it's a. I think he just was keeping. I don't know, if, if 
you can tell by the location in the palace. Like if it was on the, if it was the opposite so. wing, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking so. But if it but was just like, like next to the birds, next, it's a little no, just little next to his up. bedroom. This <laughs> <laughs> is disgusting. That's, yeah, that's pretty. That's not that's not okay, dude. Not very progressive. A quartet, it's also said by the conquistadors that he went through four changes of outfits a day, none of which were worn twice. He would basically just have his clothes burned after wearing them one time. Again, this is why I believe all the murder stories because you're balling. Like, it's just king shit. Yeah, it's just king pretty, shit. pretty much. I'm going to murder you. This it's is not really murder. It's just me killing you. You should be so lucky. Yeah. Like, that's the way I he mean, feels. Then it kind of makes sense that everybody was maneuvering and plotting against him because mm-hmm. they wanted mm-hmm. what he had. For sure. And he had to he had to hang on to it with an iron fist. Mm-hmm. This is what Cortez says about Montezuma. And we'll get to Cortez. He says, I, I do not think that any of the sultans nor any of the other infidel lords of whom we have heard until now are attended with such ceremony. So, of all the people that the Spaniards have conquered at by this time, they've never seen a king more resplendent and ostentatious than Montezuma. Wow. And just to just to kind of summarize real quick, from like fifteen fifteen to fifteen nineteen, he wages a few more wars against these other provinces. He puts down a few more rebellions, but around fifteen seventeen. He hears of these floating castles along the sea, ever creeping toward the coastline. Cortez is coming, y'all. Cortez is coming, oh, yeah. Tears. Tears, 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 tears. Cortez is coming. He's going to fuck shit up. He's going to fuck shit up. He's going to fuck shit up. A lot of people are going to fuck shit up. All right, man. Well, that was a great part one. The mom was Montezuma, man. That was, a, it was really fun. Um, you pronouncing those names. I'm gonna give you a coins for that. Thank give you. a clap for that name pronouncing. That was fucking fantastic. It's just me clapping, and I'm doing golf claps. I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Well, um, that's been a uh, part one. I'm your host, Joshua Stokes, and I'm Henry Price. Nope. Just reminder: follow us on Instagram. Instagram. If you uh, want to see Twitter. what we've been reading, we'll post a map of. Some of the areas you that gotta we're post that map because well. people, yeah, those no, names we're, are we're all wild. over the place. It's a lot to wrap There's your head around. There's a lot of stuff around. Uh, follow Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, YouTube channel, Hard for History. Don't forget that we're around, dog. You know what I'm saying? You oh, Spotify. Oh, you can email us at uh, History at Gmail. If you see anything you like that was wrong, yep. just email us. Just we're not me. bad guys, we nope. just maybe not didn't know. We're just dumb. <laughs> hey, figure for yourself. Okay. Speak for yourself there, Henry. Speak for yourself. Um, well, anything else? All right, guys. Thank you. See you in part two. Peace.